Welcome fellow travelers to what will without a doubt be a very special episode of NEA, taking a trip back in time to the beginning of Adventure Time. As you know, we recently created a Patreon page with a Patreon-exclusive podcast called NEA and Beyond. In honor of 10 episodes of NEA and Beyond, we've decided to release episode one titled NEA and Bat to episode one for free on our main podcast feed. As the title suggests, in this episode, we dove back into the very first episode of Adventure Time, now with a fresh and uh, not so seasoned, but seasoned perspective. We hope you enjoy this totally not tangent heavy episode and please join us at patreon.com slash podcast for an extra dose of NEA content, our exclusive discord and more. And we're back with the first ever episode of NEA and Beyond. Oh, yeah. I, I really want like some awesome echo on that. I was just thinking about it. If we had Michael helping us on this, which we don't currently. And beyond, on, on, on. You know, something <laughs> incredibly epic. But welcome, everybody. Welcome the, the truest travelers. Really the ones that we love the most. I was just talking to Ned about this. Like our the audience sex, for this. The sexiest lovelies, the least oh, punchables. Yeah. The least punchable, without a doubt. The travelers that we want beside us on this journey. The, the other ones, man, who cares? We can leave them behind. They don't, they don't subscribe to our Patreon. They, we don't need them. They don't subscribe. <laughs> no, I mean, seriously, though, this is awesome. If there's actually, I mean, we're recording this well before we launched the Patreon. So if uh, anyone is listening, that's, that's pretty incredible. I'm pretty that's, pumped about that. You've hacked our Zencaster account if you're listening to this right now. So that's yeah. impressive. <laughs> yeah. That's impressive. Well, that is impressive. overall, guys, what we did and really what we're in an NEA and beyond is, is going for is that we have a shit ton to say about a shit ton of topics. And uh, obviously, we have our segment, not so segment called we don't tangent on the normal never ending adventure podcast. And so this is, I think, I think maybe the concept of NEA is we, we only tangent. Maybe, maybe that's the whole concept of NEA and beyond is these are all the tangents that Russell and I end up talking about in person, talking about, uh, before the podcast starts after the podcast ends, when we're on the phone, whatever it is, these are, this is going to be our tangent podcast per se. Certainly. Yeah. Yeah, this is going to be an unapologetically tangential. Is that that's not how I would say that? Tangential, tangent, full. Yeah, there you go. I like that better. Tangential. Uh, Tangential. You're a tangential tangentleman. (laughs) I don't like it. I already don't like it. All right, I'm done. I already let's not record this. this. (laughs) No, no, Uh, man, we're pumped. I was trying to think of how we were going to start this because obviously. You know, this could just be a tangent off of an episode that we just recorded, which we'll probably do in the future. But it seemed to me the the best way to start a podcast that is kind of a part of another podcast about Adventure Time is to go back to the beginnings, to mm-hmm. the first episode that we watched. What was it? Uh, two and a half years ago now? Yeah, almost I mean, getting wow. close to two and a half years. Yeah. Yeah, and also it just occurred to me too. What I'm really excited about this is I think we can be a little bit more personable. I mean, there are certain things that I hold back on the podcast or haven't talked about or won't go into because it's too much of a tangent or whatever. And I think this could also be a space for like, hey, you know, well, you'll get to know us a little bit more because 
we'll probably do a, a favorite things episode or a, a top whatever or least favorite whatever thing. So that's also exciting in my opinion. Um, yeah, I think because I'm always trying to get to know Ned better. Yeah, well, I think that the other aspect of it and really what we've gotten good at, and this is actually kind of part of the topic I had for today, is that we've gotten really good at flow state conversations, but having an agenda of our notes on our episode, uh, we have to talk about this deep point. We have to talk about our lovelies. And this, I think, is going to be way more loose fitting uh, in terms of our agenda. I, I have purposefully not taken notes or structured my notes in any sort of way because I didn't want this to just become secondary podcast. Okay, I have to have all my five segments ready for this one. And it's mm-hmm. just going to be way more of our fans kind of probably want some more of like just raw, net, yeah. raw Russ, you know? I think so. Well, it's so funny because I can't help but feel a little bit like I'm still talking. <laughs> like this is not how we sound when we're having a phone call, right? Like there's still a little bit of we're presenting a little bit of podcast in some stuff, form yeah. or fashion, but it's not like we're putting it on or being fake or whatever. But no, anyways, but man, we had to do that though, because we, <laughs> we, okay, back to our, we're talking about going back to the first episode of our podcast, first episode yeah. of Adventure Time. And so I went back today and I, I listened to oh, probably no. a solid 15, 20 minutes of okay. our first episode that we released. And that's actually where I just say the growth is, is that you're like, yeah, we may have like a podcast voice, but our etiquette was so bad. We were talking over each other the whole time. Both of us had too much that we like wrote down and had to say that we weren't even like listening to each other. And it shows, man, it was very chaotic. Really? Oh, oh no. dude, it was, it's so chaotic. That's why we're gonna, we, uh, I'm trying to, you know, I just don't even have any idea of what a good turnover is or, or what a good like retention is for new podcasts. And I looked at that first episode and we've gotten a lot, a lot of downloads on that first episode yeah. comparatively to every other episode. I'm like, man, I wonder if every podcast deals with that where it's like, they have to, oh, yeah. several thousand more than the, the next episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, cause, and I'm like, man, you know, maybe we weren't putting our best foot forward, but we were just getting into it. And also there, there was no other way to go this about out. it. Yeah. Than that. Yeah. I Definitely. would rather have like bombed on the first season or, or, you know, learned and grow, not bombed. We did not bomb on the first season, but I'm way more excited. The fact that we have this down to a science, it's easy. We're, we're, I would say we're pretty good at it at this point, just with talking and podcasting. When Sometimes we kicked off season five, I thought that was a great place to kind of be like, <laughs> yeah, this, fe- this, I mean, truly when we recorded yesterday, it feels like a kind of like kicking off the next phase of next half, totally of the next half. Yeah. Well, Ned, I mean, I remember going to your house here in Nashville when we recorded that first episode. I remember driving over being crazy nervous and, I had a segment that I wanted to do and I actually, I'm not fully going to do it, but essentially what it was, was gosh, I can't remember if you told me or if Allie was like, don't do that. I basically (laughs) just was like, had in my head, man, the black eyed peas came on the radio and I'm like, I'm just going to talk about how good the black eyed peas are now. And maybe (laughs) I did that in that first episode. And if I I did, I apologize. I can't. There was something with that first episode. It holds up. Where we, um, we definitely, cut something out if Maybe i think I, if, if i remember we because it was before <laughs> we had like gone to michael's house to record yeah and i feel like we turned it on and turned it off turned it on and turned it off a few times with that recording segment 
but the black eyed peas segment sounds familiar <laughs> to me. Yeah. Well, we definitely did went you to go Centennial, back? Did like, you go right back through your that. notes? Do you, do you want to read your black eyed peas? No, 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 no. no I mean, it was now. literally just, and this is what's so bad about it. It was literally just me going, holy crap, the black eyed peas came on the radio today in my car. And I used to hate that band. And honestly, <laughs> kind of a jam. I kind of enjoyed it. And, yeah, they it yeah. holds up really well, in my opinion. Yeah, there's a couple of bands like that that I am always surprised by whenever I hear them again. There's that one band from, and I can't remember their name, so I shouldn't have even brought it up, but from like the 2010 era, and they had a banjo, and it was like really fast-paced banjo music, and everybody loved oh. it. Was um, it the ones that they did the remixes of, like the songs? They did like Banjo Green Day. No, no, like no. It's no. like a legit band. But um, but anyways, doesn't doesn't even matter. I'm sure it'll come to me eventually. But regardless, this episode, man, Summer Party Panic, getting back into it was kind of fun. I kind of really enjoyed just like going back to the beginning of the show and yeah, seeing what feel? my reaction was it's, gonna be. It's gotta be a very, very different. I'm sure you've like rewatched episodes, obviously, a, a little bit to this point, but like it's got to be a very different experience. Yeah, going back in and jumping well, in with like, hey, like you have opinions on Princess Bubblegum. You know who Cinnamon Bun is a little bit. You know Jake's flaws. Yeah. You know, like the, we, you know that there are Jake Manfred mistakes. One time, like Manfred came up once or something yeah. in the past four seasons. Um, no, it was kind of like you know visiting an old friend, right? Like for the first time in a while, you pick up right where you left off. They've aged a little bit, but so have you, and you just don't acknowledge it. That's kind of what I felt like when I was watching it. And also, I had a couple of weird observations, like Finn's voice is so, so different. And it's, it's just so because different. he aged, right? And we're yeah, aging with, with the him, show, quite yeah. literally, yeah. And it's it kind of is distracting at first, because I'm mm-hmm. like, that's not how Finn sounds. I, I don't, think the lines I don't know are- this Finn. I think the line, maybe it could be in the post-production, the lines seem like they are delivered faster too. Like there's less gap yeah. in the dialogue too. So high-pitched Finn that's faster, it feels a lot different. It does It does feel a lot different. It's it's definitely, uh, yeah, quicker paced. The jokes are just as good as I remember them being though. And I kind of loved how they immediately introduce and this wasn't i remember us talking about this wasn't the first episode that they did for adventure time right this Mm -hmm. was like episode seven or something and or maybe episode seven was supposed to be the first episode regardless i remember they introduced jake's powers right off the bat like the first thing you see is jake growing lady and like chasing lady around and then the very next scene is like princess bubblegum being a scientist and growing or trying to like grow the dead or, you know, reanimate the dead. And Finn is just this like totally uh, oblivious to what is happening, but so excited about it and so ready for an adventure of any kind. And you get so much of those characters and what we've learned mm-hmm. about them packed especially into how much a few seconds. Yeah, especially how much we talk about canon, how much that you kind of get in this first episode. Like, yeah, the candy people are made of candy. Princess Bubblegum's their leader. She's got these crazy science powers. Jake has a serious girlfriend, and Finn is this gung-ho, uh, caution-to-the-wind type adventurer. That's a lot. That's a lot in a first 11 Without minutes a getting introduced to a show. Yeah. 
And not only that, but it's a top tier episode. They did that all with it still being and to this day, like having watched four seasons, I would say without a doubt, it's an episode that I would always rewatch when I'm going yeah. back through. Like I really enjoyed this episode. I remember it's better than the the next zombie episode that they did. And yeah, when they do from bad to worse. That's great. I, I do appreciate from bad to worse, but uh yeah, it lacks a little it lacks even like a genesic law, I guess, but yeah. Just a little bit, but but still, regardless, you know. And also, I mean, I think when we released that first episode, right, we had that one TikTok that did okay. And I remember we were sitting, yeah, we were like celebrating recording or whatever. And we were at, um, gosh, Tailgate West. And I remember that TikTok was at like twenty five thousand views or something. And you were like, oh and, shit, <laughs> yeah. Well, we both were just like, wow. Uh, maybe people will like this thing. Maybe people yeah. will listen to this thing that we're doing. That was that was pretty nuts. But in that TikTok, the reason I bring it up is because I remember like ranting or being like, like Princess Bubblegum is evil, right? She's got to be. I think is like my hook or whatever. Yeah, and that you, TikTok. Yeah, yeah, you talked about that, and I talked about a lot of fascism uh, and, in her government stuff. And it's pretty, pretty crazy. I mean, there were three things that stuck out to me rewatching this. And it's like, Princess Bubblegum is, it's, well, first, it's a little weird that she used to date someone that she created. I, I can't quite get over the fact that she dated old Mr., uh, the old man Cream Puff or whatever yeah. his name is. Old Mr. Cream old, Puff. Old Mr. Cream Puff. That, that rubs me a little weird. And then, of course, you got Princess Bubblegum hiding the zombies from her citizens all the time. And it's that mindset of like, they can't handle it. So like, yeah, I don't, I, that was one of my least favorite things going back to the episode. I don't even know if I talked about it. Just like the inconsistency with like when candy people get scared, they explode. Explode. Yeah. Never a thing again. And there's plenty of moments where the candy people are scared. So I don't know. They, they probably just kind of were like, holy shit. If we have to make them explode every episode where they might be scared it's it's gonna be a really annoying canon fact about candy people oh yeah they're always afraid to explode whenever you see one that would be horrible i mean the lich flies anywhere Uh, or or we can assume or we can assume that princess bubblegum uh in her serums that she has like a new yeah a new potion non-exploding potion something or other Hmm. yeah because okay I, after listening back and, and then rewatching this one back, I don't know if this like stood out to you of, of something we really didn't talk about, but I'm like, maybe now, cause we are going back into like the larger, what does this mean for the universe and the longevity of kingdoms and things can be thousands of years old, dude, we just didn't even talk about the fact that her candy people and her kingdom is essentially immortal now. Mm. Like. There's no more death in the Candy Kingdom. If you know, if yeah, so one first of all, Starchy's out of a job, <laughs> he's a grave digger <laughs> in, a, in a kingdom that yeah. well, now no one still else kill dies, them, right? Like other things can still creatures kill them, can but come in and kill them. And I Princess mean, Bubblegum did my, the thing to replace her eventually, exactly. So, like, she's still aging, but it's just gonna be a really long time, yeah. But the she thing actually dies. And I noticed in this episode specifically, the zombies that are dead always look like they have, you know, oozing stuff out of like part of them that's been bitten off. So I would assume that any, a candy person could die in any way 
and she could use the serum to bring them back yeah just by so like in essence this is has implications to like okay she doesn't have to keep creating candy people anymore this could be it unless she wants to grow the city but if if she wanted her city to stay this size this is all she'd have to do to create she wouldn't have to create any more candies because they're essentially yeah. immortal at the end of the day unless so. she needs an army for some reason i mean i don't yes. know I, that'd be cool i would love to yeah. see uh and also gosh do you have like one of the coolest uh creatures and all of after watching this first episode it remi- reminded me of how cool the gumball guardians are yeah that's what i'm trying to say like yeah and i guess lich, they, they, we do get to see the beam them, the guardians so of powerful. the royal promise yeah yeah they're so powerful they can like rewind time and stuff and it's seems a little op i couldn't imagine anyone could defeat her yeah i that's a hard one to know because finn breaks a royal promise right so it's the promise perhaps but princess bubblegum as we know now doesn't believe in magic yeah so did she create these gumball guardians again as the defenders of the royal promises to have the ability to basically freeze and turn back time. Mm, um, I don't know. It would have to be. Otherwise, Princess Bubblegum would have, have no explanation of that. So yeah. she now has the power to freeze and rewind time at least in like at least in small segments. Again, yeah. we're just starting little things we missed in terms of just like, holy shit, like what is yeah. what is she doing? She is like doing too much. Well, what happened to the Royal Promise? That is such a great concept, and they haven't brought that back up yet. Mm. It's been I know. four seasons. We're halfway through the show, and they haven't brought it back up. I hope they do. Do, yeah, do maybe, they ever? I don't, not to my knowledge. I, there man, could be maybe one more, but not to my knowledge. There's, if I had to take a theoretically speaking on that specifically, it was everybody realized that the Royal Promises were too OP, so they stopped yeah. making them. She's like, make me a Royal Promise, and everybody would be like, no. <laughs> I don't want to die a fiery death. Yeah. Well, it just makes for a really sick twist at the end of a good episode already. Like I'm already pretty pumped about what's going on in this episode and it kind of comes to a nice little conclusion, but then the Royal promise aspect of it just adds a little bit, bit extra that makes you like really excited probably mm-hmm. for the rest of the show. If you're a little kid and yeah, and for me as well. Yeah. Well, it, it finally sends home the episode home with, one last like magical touch if we went mm-hmm. from okay here's all the, the cool magical characters to here's like zombies and raising people the little candies from the dead and then kind of kicking off like finishing the episode with these huge gumball guardians and time travel and reverse stuff and so it's a fun episode of like okay this is a universe of absolute chaos <laughs> no yeah, rules yeah i did have an issue with them bringing back people back to life or whatever, right? So she does that, and all some of them relatives. still looked, do what? Oh, former yeah, dead, yeah, yeah. Former dead relatives. So it bothers me in the sense that they weren't all young and healthy like Finn, as Princess Bubblegum kind of promised the Finn at the beginning mm-hmm. of this episode. Some of them were like still really old and still like didn't look that great. And essentially, what's going to happen is they're all going to die again soon. It seems yeah. like she brought the back and the condition they were in as they died probably yeah pretty that colonel colonel candy corn who is one of the old ones that they brought back does have a redemptive old man kind of death moment uh later on 
Well, so that, all my dead relatives, and then your relative is going to die again in like a month. But, I'm may, sorry. but maybe, but maybe still not. very old. Maybe, maybe not. not. Like again, yeah, she brought just them back old. to life. Why would aging re-kill them if they were brought back to life from aging? That's why I think this this got to be like an interesting immortality concept here. Hmm. I don't know. I, I didn't think about that. That's interesting. But Starchy is there, and Starchy freaking explodes. <laughs> yes. that is not explained at all. <laughs> <laughs> not explained at all but he toots he again i yeah. think starchy does get the lovely i think it was my one last time oh, without a doubt with, with his bat turned and his defenses lowered he is yeah. without but, um, a doubt the lovely of this episode and i didn't even think about it until re-watching but he absolutely wins my lovely of the episode because he still considers himself a grave digger when in theory there's no more dead bodies <laughs> Oh, dude, I just looked at who my lovely was for this episode. I'm not proud. I'm ashamed. Uh -oh. You said it's Princess Bubblegum, didn't you? No, it's Tree Trunks. Oh, Tree Trunks was your lovely. And yeah. you, hated, you hated her in the first I one. Know. I know. Oh, well, man. the first episode, I liked her because uh, Finn's like, get in here with your get, hot buns or get whatever. Those hot and buns I was like, Who's in here? this elephant with hot buns or whatever? So. <laughs> I'm a little bummed. Now we know. Who I'm a little. Is. I'm a little. Well, that's why I think again we're we're doing this little excerpt and just kind of revisiting the episodes like this because it's it's fun to be like, oh yeah, Russell for sure would not have given Tree Trunks the lovely of this episode if no. it were being filmed now. There's there's no way. When you go back through this show, do you rewatch this episode or is this one that you actually yeah, skip? Because you you yeah, said that you normally one. start at season five. Yeah, yeah. There, there's a few in season one that are like just the absolute bangers, like in Kyridian. This one's this one's mm -hmm. a good one in that Marceline's good one, uh, Lumpy Space. Um, okay. So yeah, I would say this is not a skipper from season one. Yeah, yeah. I think I do think it's definitely a top tier episode, as I mentioned a little bit earlier. And I can confirm, Mister Cupcake still majorly sexy. Yes, we majorly yeah. sexy and we get we haven't really had too many references of Mr. Cupcake since season one, but yeah. we get a great reference in a few episodes of the normal never ending adventure podcast we have coming up in a few weeks. Oh, we'll cool. have a re-return of a different but the same Mr. Cupcake. So I think we're going to have a fun time talking about that. No doubt. Yeah. Well, that's great, man. I, I enjoyed this. It was fun going back and kind of, you know, it felt nostalgic. I was excited for like yeah. Adventure Time to be a little nostalgic for me. Yeah. Well, did feel two, a two, nostalgic two years finally. later, it can be nostalgia. <laughs> I mean, that's me too to soon maybe, but, I, but just because I was reminiscing on like when we first did this podcast and, mm -hmm. and where I was, you know, in that time period of my yeah, life, I mean, two and a half years ago. Think about we were it, man. In Nashville, you know, it was in. I was in Nashville. We were both were obviously everybody was working from home, and then we did hit the point. It was February twenty one, where we were like, okay, it's we've pretty much been like locked down for a year, and nothing, like barely restaurants were opening back up. So we were like, okay, let's just do something. So the recordings themselves were like our little probably like once a week where we actually got out of the house <laughs> yeah. or like actually saw people. Yeah. Um, not in math. I mean, we were all hanging out with friends at that point, obviously, but yeah, the world was still, I mean, it, even when it that open back up, things were going really slow. Like, yeah. And nobody was planning weeks, big events. 
yeah, yeah, somebody was sick or something and you had to not see everybody for a bit. I mean, we were pretty consistent though at the beginning there. I'm pretty sure. Oh yeah, dude. Friend. It was, it will. And it was just, <laughs> it, it was the reason I was like, there was, and I kind of missed that about the, like, not about COVID, but about the world of like, everything did go a little bit slower. There was a little bit like yeah, less obligations, less things going on, less uh, expectations to get things done. Everybody had that probably year, year and a half of just like, it's okay to just be where you're at and yeah. make the best of it, you know? So that's yeah, and kind of that feel aspect. like like the guilt of productivity for me is something exactly. that I kind of always struggle with. And that was a good period for, well, like the best excuse ever. Like <laughs> I can't yeah. do anything. I can't go out and network. You know, I got to work from home and, and no shows were happening. So a good reason not to be out at a bar or at a show and mm-hmm. staying out late and drinking and all that. Um, if I'm looking at the positives personally, those were some of the things that I was grateful for having a little bit of a period, especially in my twenties where I spent most of my twenties after college, like doing all those things constantly, like constantly trying to like find a band to manage or whatever it was, you know? So it was nice having a little bit of downtime from all of that chaos and, and Mm -hmm. stress. Yeah. It, I mean, downtime and, and being like, Hey, like what I need to get done today to make money and stay mentally afloat is productive. Whether that yeah. is a podcast, whether that is getting out and exercising, whether that's just playing video games, that was like a time in life where they were like, yep, do what you need to do with no judgment, with no societal, like, well, that's not very productive or that's not going to get you a new job. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I think at that point, our parents were just happy that we still had jobs. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. It's like, yeah, I'm still working in in, uh, the same company. Fortunately, music, people were still streaming music even during uh, moments when they couldn't go out the shows. So yeah. Yeah. Music couldn't sneeze in your face. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for sure. Well, it's funny because I work for a company that's all about not, this. This is a tangent, but this is what we're here for. Um, you know, all about j- basically saying like, hey, music is an asset class. Uh, you know, like we're in a bad a recession or a bad part in our economy, but music is still being streamed. People are mm-hmm. still like now they're not making TV shows, obviously, because of all the strikes that are going on. So there's not sync money coming in, but there's a lot of uh, ways that they were trying to brand as like, Hey, invest in music. This is how you can do it through music publishing, through the song composition, copyright and stuff like that. Um, so I mean, publishing, it kind of felt like we were fairly unscathed during all that time. Yeah. I mean, there's aspects of the music industry that are at its core. It's like healthcare. It's kind of recession proof. Like yeah, people will, all there will always be a market for that. Yeah, but um, meanwhile, half our friends lost different. their jobs, you know, yeah. like everyone at an agency at CAA or WME or wherever. You, dude, I had barely yeah. left the events industry and you know, that one got yeah, that's true. <laughs> completely toppled. That's very true. Yeah. Dang, man. Anyways, that's interesting. I, you know, I really don't spend much time reminiscing about um, that time period because I think most of us just don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> I, know? I, it's it's weird to reminisce about it as like because in in the moment we were like well shoot like we don't get to go do the activities mm-hmm. and now I think we've come out of it and 
2023 specifically, I feel like the world's been so like so busy. Like find yeah. a new job. Everything's everything's fucked. Every everybody's needs to <laughs> get, make more money. We need to we need to go pick it more about stuff. And I was like, God bless. We just got through COVID and everybody's feedback on COVID for the most part was, man, it was really nice that like the world quieted down and we focused on what mattered. And I feel like we just yeah. immediately forgot that lesson that we're now we're just like, Oh, everything's chaotic again. You know? Yeah. Well, Hey man, I always try and take a day off. I mean, you know, that's kind of even back then that was my policy of like Saturday, I think is what it used to be and kind of still is now it's kind of Saturday and Sunday, but like I'm not touching work. I'm not touching the podcast. I'm not touching anything like networking or anything. I'm just taking a day completely off. And I think rest is so important. I've got friends that like way over train for like weight training or cycling or whatever. And even with that stuff with sports or whatever it is that you're doing actively, like you got to let your body recover and you got to take some time. So you're not just like, you know, going to get burned out. Cause that's yeah. how you stop doing the thing that you love. And that's how you stop loving the thing that you've been doing is that you don't ever take any moment to step back and rest a little bit. Yeah. Oh, I, that's why like, I'm definitely signing off of this podcast tonight and going and couching it and being quiet for a while. We, we just came back from a weekend trip with friends that was prefaced by a dinner out for Jackie's birthday. So I have been doing nonstop social interactions since like Thursday at five o'clock last week. Yeah. And today is, is Monday evening. So I have like literally not stopped like working or, or talking to people in like yeah. five days. Well, let's, let's, uh, if you have nothing else to say about the episode, Ned, I think we can no, kind of start yeah, wrapping a, this up. I had a, yeah, those notes on a couple of things I missed, but, uh, a lot of just like, and then, you know, the notes of like, Hey, I, Go back and listen to that first episode, even as a fan. It's funny. <laughs> it's funny to listen to us now and then listen to us back then of the things that are the exact same, but also some of the, the ways of like, man, we, we had some painful like reading of our notes back then Ooh, too. Dude, like, I, I really don't want to listen to it because of that reason. <laughs> it's, I've, it's, I've thought about it in the past. three, I think, are really bad. Oh, that it bothers me and that's why I haven't listened to them in two years. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, if, well, the good thing is we're no. not going to do in our NEA and beyond guys. It's not, we're not going to go re-review episode two again. We're not going to go. That would just be stupidly repetitive and yeah. somewhat self-indulgent. So we're going to find other topics or honest to God, I think we're just going to like do a lot of nights where we record an episode and then just like, if we're going to shoot the shit for 25 more minutes, we're just going to like, turn the record button on and just yeah. keep talking. Yeah. I think it'll be pretty loose and, and maybe certain episodes like that will be, I don't know if we'll frame it a different way or whatever, but we'll figure this kind of the concept and, and really the podcast after the podcast out as we, as we go on, maybe certain episodes will be NEA and beyond. And then other things we just won't label or it'll have a, a different name entirely. Like, yeah, we, we might have NEA and beyond, but it won't be an episode number. It'll be just like a yeah. Ned talks about jewelry or yeah. Russell talks about <laughs> yeah. uh, punching his Big cousins so. in the face, you know. So. <laughs> <laughs> Ned talks about jewelry and we dive into Ned's wine book. Stay tuned. Yeah, I was going to talk about my wine book. 
Uh, well, Ned, do you have a hot take? Let's end this with a, a hot take and a sign off. What's your hot oh, take? God. Hot take is it's too freaking hot in Georgia right now. Mm, I went out okay. and did double double long walks today outside and the heat index like 100 and just like sweated through my new like sweat proof shirt. Oh, it's yeah. Dumb. That's my hot take is it's too damn hot right now. Okay. I got a, a cold take. Uh, for my hot take, which is coffee ice cream is the greatest ice cream out there. I think coffee mm. ice cream with chocolate chips, you can't mm. beat it. I don't care what your opinion is. This is a thought fact. about this coffee is ice real. cream in a long time. Dude, coffee You're, ice cream is the best. There's not many that hit better. Like I'm thinking about my favorite ice cream flavors. And yeah. like that, even if those are my favorites like the coffee with specifically with chocolate chips though yeah does well, you could hold put up. like what if it was coffee with cookie dough and chocolate chips like it would just be probably even better and it's definitely going to be yeah. better than you know cookie dough ice cream it depends but, it, I, every time i have had coffee ice cream it is meltier for some reason so if you so don't it's, like it's my hot take that's a good hot take and get it, get it from get it from bjs because everybody loves bjs from, from bjs yeah, Ben and Jerry's. Oh, oh. I was like, I was like, <laughs> where what ice cream place are you going to? I don't know. I am a I'm a personal Jenny's ice cream fan. Yeah. In terms of the best flavor. So I would say if there was a coffee, there has to be a coffee. There is. There is a coffee, right? but no chocolate chips in it. So I do coffee and then I do darkest chocolate as like a my mm. combo to scoops. Oh, it's a good combo. Yeah. It's I was about to say good. if you didn't have, if you were saying add cookie dough in the ice cream, you could add a separate. Mm scoop or something good. but we don't have yeah, anything no. like that super we have a jenny's in midtown in atlanta now but we have a f- ice cream place that's local called the frosty caboose over oh. here um that, like that as it's hot we might need to go get some yeah well what's your sign off for the any and beyond i i'm not gonna have a sign off i think we're just gonna say this has been ned and russell and we're having a good time we're talking in bebop boop love oh, you bebop whatever boop. it is uh, take care now Bye-bye then. (laughs) Bye-bye now.